This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Boom. Anyway, podcast live. Look who's here. It's Cuddles. It's me. Um, we got a great episode for you here, including Ghislaine Maxwell, living it up, laughing, yeah, exercising, living the life. Speaking of life, they're splitting Giselle and Tom, how much are they worth, where it's all going. Speaking of worth, Elon's worth a little less. He's got Twitter now. Does he bring back Trumpy Trumpkins? What's the deal with that? We'll get into it. Uh, Paul Pelosi gets attacked. We've got the McRib to discuss. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis leaves us and so much more. Cuddles is here. You're here. We're all together. It's a podcast. All right. Don't forget, we're taking your Halloween stories for Halloween night. If you have a scary story, email it to us at the below address, mdchmedia at gmail.com. That's mdchmedia at gmail.com. Email us your scary stories, and you could join us on the air and tell that story Monday night, Halloween night. We're going to be doing that episode with you in costume. Come in your costume. We're going to have a little fun on Monday. Um, speaking of a little fun there, Cuddles, Ghislaine Maxwell seems to be having a ton of it as we've got some footage of her in prison down in Florida. This is the first time we've seen footage of her. The cover uh, art of this episode is the new photo we have of her, the new prison photo we have of her. Um, so we're getting some new images and videos from her. And uh, she's down there in Florida just laughing it up with some of the other inmates. Uh, you can see in this video, which, by the way, we have linked in the description below. She's on a uh, jogging path in this minimum or low security prison down there in Florida. She's jogging around. She's laughing it up with some of the other inmates. Just um, living the life. Living the nice life. Nice in Florida weather. Yeah. Living the life. She should be reflecting and feeling horrible for what she did. Yes. It feels like the justice system failed everybody in this endeavor. Um, her winding up down in Florida, like you said, nice. With, like she should be in Alaskan maximum security you get an hour a day outside of your cell, but it's freezing cold. Yeah. Do we still send people to like Guantanamo Bay? Yeah, I think they put a stop to that, but they should open it back up for her. This would be the Fuck one. That. To, put that bitch there. This would be the, the one to get the party started again back and uh, get Mo for sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Here's the other thing, too. And again, uh, this link is in the description below. So go ahead and click on that so you can see what we're talking about. Um, you can see the footage of her jogging around and then you can see, I don't know who the other inmate is that she's like laughing with and walking around with, but who, who befriends Ghislaine Maxwell in prison? Like, who's that person? I don't know. Someone desperate. I don't, I don't, I would want to shank the bitch. I think, (laughs) I think about this often, like how I would be in prison. And I know you got to kind of like get a little buddy system going so nobody 
Yeah, but I don't like people, so I would never survive. I don't want to talk to people. Like, yeah, you like have to... to be friends with people. You're surrounded by people. You have to talk to them 24-7. That is, like, my worst nightmare. I know, she should you... have to pay back. Like, we have to pay for her to eat. We have to pay for her to have three hot meals. She should have to pay that back. She's got a lot of money, this bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's she really... should have to pay for these things. Tell her to go into her pocket. It's unfair, isn't it? It really is. Well, she she's suing her lawyers. The lawyers are suing her because she hasn't paid the lawyers. There's a whole mess there. Oh, her husband, I don't think is. I don't know what's going on with that whole thing. But um, but I'm with you. I, like I, she should not be living it up. Like, she shouldn't be allowed to jog. She shouldn't be allowed to, you know be experiencing any form of happiness yeah this is not a privilege it's not a privilege to have these things you should be you should be like suffering kind she definitely deserves suffering mm -hmm. like it shouldn't be like you're exercising and being very healthy while the rest of us that are law-abiding citizens are just out here struggling and she's just you know She's jogging and getting a tan. That fucking bitch. Here's the other thing, too. So far, if you look at the the grand totals from 2022 at how many times we've jogged outside, Glenn Maxwell is beating me. In the oh, already. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done. I, I don't. Who jogs? <laughs> First of all, who we're jogs today? We're, we're down one nothing to, to Glenn Cuddles. We got to pick it up a little bit. Listen, if no. there's like an like a zombie apocalypse, we're dead, babe. No, we but are he, dead. here's the, here's the thing, and and I want to say what's up to everybody in the live chat. Everybody reminding me to encourage everybody to share this episode. Hit that share button on Facebook or YouTube if you're watching on Twitch. Um, make sure you hit that share. Hit the like button. It all matters. It all helps the algorithm. All the algorithm stuff. Do all the algorithm things. But here's the thing. The problem is minimum security, like in maximum security. And I know this extensively from watching Oz and also Con Air. They exactly. Don't, HBO. Right. They don't love the pedophiles like the pedophiles don't get befriended in no. maximum yeah. security. Like you could be a murderer. Fine. A, a thief. Fine. Con man. Fine. It's all fun. You could be burning people alive. That's OK. But you mess with young kids and that's that doesn't get a pass in prison. But that kind of happens more so in maximum security. There's nobody in minimum security that's ballsy enough to take somebody out. You know what no, I'm saying? Because maximum security is most people. They're there for life at minimum. And like, you know, they're like, oh, I got another year to go. I'm not going to do anything to get myself in trouble. Send that bitch to maximum. And, you know, she'll Epstein herself. She'll right. Epstein herself, you know, like air quote. Yeah. Nobody's going to be sad. By the way, nobody's going to be sad if she gets Epstein. Like nobody. Like no one. We were upset that Epstein got Epstein because. Who knows? Maybe he would have given up more. We would have found out more. He would have seen his day in court. He would have had to go through the whole thing. She's gone through it basically for the most part. So if she gets Epstein. I think everybody would be more than happy, you know? Hell yeah. Um, for Miss Justice and everybody else who sent in a ghost story, we've gotten a lot of ghost stories. Yeah, they're really good. Through... Thank you for sending them. 
Yes, we're going through them. I haven't personally read any yet, um, but I know we're going to go through that process over the weekend. So, uh, again, uh, if you've already sent it, you're good. We've got it. If you haven't, if you have a good ghost story that you want to share with us, that you want to come on the show and share with us, uh, you just send that over to the email mdchmedia at gmail.com, and uh, we'll share those ghost stories on All Hallows Eve. I like what we used to call Halloween that. That's better than Halloween to me. That's true. Um, so Ghislaine Maxwell, that's it. That's where we're at with her. She's living I it up there. I hate that bitch. I hate her. Yeah, this burns my ass too. I liked it when she was in Brooklyn, being treated like how Brooklyn people are treated. That exactly. They were shining flashlights in her eye. They were waking up, her up all the time. Like that's just normal Brooklyn behavior. It had nothing to do with being exactly. in a prison. Exactly. Shit's like. It's rough in New York. Florida is like a like a resort. This bitch should be up here in the 40 degree weather we're going through right now, suffering. That's what she deserves. Yeah. With gray roots. Fucking country club down there. I wonder if they'll move her. I wonder if this is like the first stop or if this is where she's going to go and serve out those 20 years. I don't know. I know. Maybe she'll, maybe they'll send to the Pennsylvania. I know Allenwood is a federal penitentiary. Uh, fucking Pennsylvania. Brian would like you to stop sugarcoating your feelings, Cuddles. I will not <laughs> sugarcoat anything, Brian. I will only tell the truth. That's mm. why I'm not on this show all the time. That's right. Because, we can't handle it. Because you can't handle me. You can't handle Cuddles. And I've also had two beers already. Two pumpkin beers. So you're getting like the cuddles special tonight. <laughs> let's um, go next topic because I'm getting really heated. All right. Speaking of, let's uh, talk about Jumpstart Coffee Company. This is what Cuddles is going to use in the morning. The best to rebound from the inevitable hangover. Oh God! I know. I know. <laughs> Before football pitchers, it's Jumpstart. Yes. Oh God! Football pit. We get our son is in football. It's 10 weeks of, of just hijacking our weekends. So then we get a bye week where we don't have to do anything. And that's the friggin' week that they slap football pictures. So we still got to get him dressed. We still got to take him to the field in the morning. Um, no, we have football on Sunday. Our bye week was changed. Oh, our bye week was moved. Yeah. So jumpstart is like life this weekend. We wouldn't. Our children would not be being raised if it wasn't for jumpstart coffee company how true is that statement we're not functioning parents without <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know how these other parents are doing it the only thing i can come up with is cocaine i i believe they're all doing some form know, of speed like some of these other bullshit coffees no functioning no whatsoever so stay away from the bullshit coffees and stay away from the coke Stick with Jumpstart Coffee Company. Save 15% off the best coffee that we have ever had with the uh, code AOA15. Link in the description. You could also get it with the uh, homepage uh, link at anthonyonair.com. Grab some Jumpstart Coffee Company. Medium roast, espresso blend, dark blend, whatever is yours. Maybe the new medium dark blend they got. And they slap those two flavors together. Everything is magical. It is the best coffee we've ever had. Cuddles and I like to brew it up. Uh, we have it nice and hot. In the morning sometimes i like a little cup in the afternoon so we'll brew up a pot we'll get it cool put it in the fridge and we got our iced coffee for the next day or so uh always enjoyable and the smell is fantastic 
amazing. But the only lie there is don't say that Cuddles and I like to brew it up. <laughs> you don't even know how to use the coffee machine. My watch. <laughs> I like, encourage. You do. You're like, hey, babe, can you make me some jumpstart? And I'm like, okay, no problem, babe. Every great athlete and performer needs a cheerleader, and I like to fill that role. I'm your handler. I'm your cheerleader. I cheer you on. You, you too. You too. You, you know, you do. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Tom and Giselle. I kind of said I would not talk about this anymore because I'm not really all that interested. But then they filed for divorce today, and then the money figure started getting tossed around, and that sort of intrigued me. Like, don't you want to know what they're splitting up? Oh, yeah, they're worth a lot of money, those two. A ton of money. And famously, she is worth more than him, although not much more. She is worth, I got the figures here in front of me. She is worth around $400 million. He, around $333 million. He's got more money, of course, coming when he retires. He's going to join that Fox booth uh, to do, uh, to call the games, to call the uh, yeah. NFL games. But yeah, $33 million, $333 million for him, $400 million for her. The estimates are over the course of their career, she has starred in more than 550 campaigns, posed for 2,000 magazine covers, and walked in 800 fashion shows is how she grabbed $400 million. Of course, we know for Tom Brady, it's 22 seasons, seven Super Bowl titles. He's got a ton of records. That's how he racked up $333 million. They've had a bunch of different homes over the course of their marriage together, including a $17 million estate in Miami. Uh, that was supposedly in the midst of being rebuilt. They have a mansion in Costa Rica. Not sure how much that's worth. And a $3.6 million condo in New York. Which, is it me or is that on the on the cheap side? Like when I read $3.6 million, that doesn't get you a lot in New York City. Yeah, but I think he only really has it just so he can see his son Jack. Because Jack lives in New York with his mother a lot. You know, Got the apps. Even so, still, though, when you have $333 million in the bank, I would assume that you're at least in the 10 to $15 million range for your New York City. Even, true. Even if you're but, there for the weekend and you're not doing much, I still feel like $3.6 million is a little on the light side. Yeah, probably, but... I mean, he's in Florida most of the time. I mean, Correct. he flies his kid down to Florida to see him. So one thing I have to say, and that I respect Tom about, is that Giselle is like world. Like, the whole world knows Giselle. The whole world, like, she's huge in Brazil where she came from and, like, Central and South America. He's just big here. And he's worth that much money. That's huge. In just mm -hmm. our country. She's huge worldwide. Because she is a supermodel. Like her. I think she has like fashion lines and stuff. That's huge in like her country. Brazil where she came from and all that. But he's big here. And right. that's a big accomplishment. You're saying it's a bigger accomplishment for him. Because he made that much money in one country. Exactly. Here, just in the that. U.S., just by 
his playing football and I mean, he's amazing, but like also his campaigns that are just really local to the U.S. Um, 13 years they were together for, which kind of doesn't seem yeah. like that long of a time, actually. I mean, for marriage, it is a long time. For That's celebrities true. and all that, it's a long time. For sports, it's a long time. By the way, it just came out that she snuck away and bought a uh, place in the city as well in February. So around the time that he was deciding on his comeback and said, you know, went back on his retirement, she went up and bought a place in New York and she only spent $1.25 million. I really don't think that it depends on where it is, but like, I don't think the market is as crazy as you think it is here in New York, at least. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. This wasn't in New York. I thought this was in New York. It's not, I'm incorrect. It was in Miami beach. So 1.25 oh, million in Miami Beach, a little three bedroom uh, thing. I wonder if that's just because the renovation, or probably not. Probably because she knew she was. Yeah, she knows it. She knew it was coming. Mm. Didn't she give him a, like an ultimatum, like if he went back, like that was it? Yeah, but I think what we've learned since then is there. It was basically it was almost doomed before that. Really? I, I don't think that was the last straw as much as people thought. In fact, the more like I read on them, I kind of get the feeling like maybe he decided to go back because it was already it had already gone to shit. And so he might as well be with the guys and doing what he loves, you know. Yeah. Then then not doing that. Um So then like what I, was it? Because they seem like they look like they were so in sync. I mean, I know well, he's like super yeah, like Janine, dedicated Janine, to football and everything. Janine thinks he's just a piece of shit and that he's been sleeping around. He thinks they have an agreement. Remember? She I said, don't think. God bless Sorry, you, by I the was way. Sneak, like, <laughs> did you hear me? No, you didn't. In you the house? It. But I just wanted I to say God bless you. I didn't want you to like everyone to hear me sneak. No, you're a professional. I don't think they have, I don't think they have an agreement. I don't think he would. There's just something about them. I don't think that would happen. Then I don't understand what happens here because, you know, I like, again, I know money doesn't solve problems, but it certainly can get rid of a lot of them. So what's the, what's the explanation here? If it wasn't football and all that, you know, and, let, and yeah, by the but way, like their money, is it like, if you were like, Oh, we have an extra, like, five thousand dollars for the year like money's not an object for them so i don't think but, but that's what i'm is... saying it's it's not like they don't have time to get away or it's not like they don't have means to you know have a date night or travel to this place or you know have uh, the extra help for the kids or you know whatever the case may be yeah. they can eliminate a lot of the, the 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 pressures of normal everyday marriage for most people you know, so it comes down to one of them just was it. I think he was absentee, like even like whether it was football or not. Like, I think he was just like an absentee kind of a guy. He doesn't seem like a big, you know, because on top of football, he's he has a company, TB12, and he's making like, you know, protein powders and shit like that for everybody. So 
I think he was just going to be yeah. like somebody who was always going to be preoccupied and not really. But I think know. he's very business driven. Yes. And that can take a toll. When you're like a million, a millionaire and like you have a lot riding on you. I think that's like you just have to strive, always strive for more. And I think he let that get the best of him and his marriage. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it is. It's like he always wanted more and always wanted to do more and be the best. And that takes a toll. I also think we should point this out, that she made $400 million, but she hasn't worked in like 13 years. Because when they got married, yeah. she like committed to having the kids and being with the family, and she put her whole career aside and that's modeling by the way is not a not that's not something that you can really just put aside because you kind of hit your prime and you have x amount of time and then that's really kind of it you know i mean sadly the time you know once you pass a certain age you kind of get relegated to fucking jc penny catalogs and stuff and that's not really her i think she's huge with like victoria's secret and in the U.S., but outside the U.S., she's huge compared to what she is here. Like, here she's known as Giselle, the, you know, Victoria's Secret model married to Tom Brady. But outside the country, she's known for her products and her fashion and all that. I think it's just... She kept up with that, and that just got her through the 13 years, and she's huge. Yeah, Christine says that MSNBC is saying she's worth $533 million. She very well could be. Uh, Paul yeah. pointing out that she was on the Bazaar cover this year. I mean, she's still done stuff, but she hasn't been yeah. hitting it full-time the way she used to be. Is oh, what, no. What I'm saying. No, she hasn't. But I think she made a name for herself, and that has carried her through, which is... yeah. Which is normal. She's not running around the circuit the way she typically would be. I don't she know. She doesn't though. have I, to. I don't want to get too much into fashion because uh, last episode or the one before that, I was fashion shamed by Uncle Jamie, who was mad at me for not knowing who was it, Balenciaga or something? Balenciaga. Balenciaga. I didn't know who that was. And I was. I know. Uncle Jamie is the best. I was fashion shamed off the air. <laughs> he was. But yeah, I maintain there was a my position. About that. I, I maintain my position. I've gotten all all my fashion knowledge basically comes from the Devil Wears Prada. So if it wasn't in that, you know, I didn't, I don't really know about it. If it's not an old navy five dollar t shirt, you don't know, and I respect that. By the way, speaking of fashion, the AOA merch makes Viola. a great holiday makes a great holiday gift i'm just saying we got a lot of nice comfy hoodies um i was wearing uh an aoa hoodie earlier at a we had a little fire uh which one am i wearing what am i wearing today you're wearing the coats one i am the long sleeve coats t-shirt love it comfortable as shit isn't it very i love it i love white i love wearing a white t-shirt a white long sleeve shirt even if you have like a hoodie on top of it, like an AOA hoodie on top, it just looks great coming out the bottom. I just love that. By the way, not to start a fight with my wife on live on the podcast, 
but the shirt she's talking about is actually my shirt. She asked me if she could wear it this morning, and I said goodbye to it because I don't know if I'm ever going to get that shirt back now. Never. Never. Absolutely mm-hmm. never. Mm-hmm. Get over it. <laughs> it's unfair. <laughs> you annexed T-shirts the, the way fucking Putin annexes Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine I'm sorry. Territories. I'm sorry, mister. I have six drawers full of t-shirts that i don't wear just without regard for feelings or anything else you're like this is mine now we're fucking moving on that's it do you like your clean clothes <laughs> see this is why i don't okay. want to see this is okay. why i don't say anything i can't start a fight that's right <laughs> elon Next trump topic. elon trump in twitter all right so last we spoke elon officially took over from twitter apparently he went in I saw a photo of him at the coffee bar at Twitter, just kind of casually talking with everybody. I would love to be in the room uh, in Twitter these couple of days because it's super awkward. By the way, I've been a part of smaller versions of this where you got a new boss coming in and they've got all their ideas and you're wondering who's going to survive. Uh, I, actually, yeah. over the course of my radio career at one company, Cuddles, you can you can attest to this. I was there for 13 years. I had six bosses. So every two years, I had to get used to a new fucking person <laughs> every two years. And they would all it was always the same thing. They'd be like, well, I think we should change this and maybe we should do that. And then by the end of their tenure, they were practically blowing me because they were like, you know, what do I do? <laughs> Nothing. They else were is- like beaten down. They were <laughs> so positive at the beginning and then they yeah. were beaten down. Yeah. You kind of felt bad for them. They all got the wrong story on me specifically going into it. And then by the end, they were like, you're the only thing that makes money. How do we fucking do this for the rest of the company? And then I would always say the same thing. I would tell you, but judging by my clock, you're three months away from getting fired anyway. So it doesn't make a difference. Who was such an asshole? <laughs> um, you know, and the thing, the funny thing about that is it was around the, it was the third or fourth one that I was like, oh, this is a pattern. It, it took me a while to catch on, but anyway. Yeah, a couple of years. But once you get the pattern, then you can like, you know, you can go along with it. It's easier. You just smile, nod, and then you're mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to be friendly. I don't care about your family. I don't care about your grandchildren's yeah. photos. You're gone in a couple of months. Honestly, the last one I didn't even bother learning his fucking name because it was it yeah, was it was a waste of time. Anyway. He was a dick. Um, anyway, but I would love to be there because this is an interesting time. So supposedly, uh, Elon went in there and kind of took a couple of people out right away. Took the big executives out. Got rid of the CEO. Obviously, he's going to take over. We all saw that coming. But got rid of some senior management positions. He's been discussing like getting rid of like seventy five percent of the workforce there. Which, listen, I don't want to see people lose their jobs, but at the same time, you know, sometimes these companies get bloated and they, you know, there's some repetition, you know, and you got to make some moves. Also, everybody wants to know, is Trump coming back? So Trump actually put something out on Truth Social that I'll share with you. But I found it interesting that Elon kind of got ahead of a couple of things on Twitter because here's the thing. I have always loved Twitter. You know, the people on Twitter, I don't really love. But Twitter, yeah. the idea of Twitter itself, to me, there is no better form of speedier communication than Twitter. I like, don't like Twitter. But I always felt like it is the go-to news app. Like when something yeah. happens, 
You just go to Twitter to find out what is going on in the world. To me, it's re- it's replaced cable news for me, and I feel like it's a good thing. Again, you got to know how to handle it and use it because you can't read what normal average Joes are saying. You know, it's not great for that because there's just too many opinions on there. You know, and I know I'm one of the people that throw opinions on there. But it's great for like I talk to like a bunch of, you know, people from the live chat are kind of on Twitter now with me. And it's fun to interact on there. Like when we're not doing the show, it's kind of fun to like have a back and forth with everybody still. So Twitter is just great for that. And it's great for breaking news. So Elon hopped on Twitter and he said a couple of things, which I thought was pretty smart, which was that um, he he the first thing he did was put a big letter out to the. Um, advertisers of Twitter and kind of let them know. He wrote a two-page letter to the advertisers on Twitter, letting them know what's to come. And I thought that was a good move because that's who you got to kind of make happy. Um, By the way, I've never interacted with an ad on Twitter ever in my life. They can't make enough. They can't make the money that they make on Twitter that they make on Facebook with ads. You know, and I think part of that, honestly, is because their revenue share with creators is dog shit. Like, at least on Facebook, they're they're trying to nobody's better than YouTube. YouTube is the best. Facebook is kind of getting there and Twitter is not even close, but they're they're all trying. And I think Elon will come up with something. Um, It was Walter Isaacson who tweeted the photo of. Elon at the coffee bar addressing the Twitter people. You guys can see right there. It's kind of hard to see, but there it is. Which I would love to be in that room when somebody takes over and kind of lays it all out. But anyway, so he killed some of the executives, let them go, tweeted the bird is free. He tweeted, let the good times roll. And then he tweeted this, which I thought was super important. Twitter will be forming a content moderation council with widely diverse viewpoints. No major content decisions or account reinstatements will happen before that council convenes. Smart move, no? Very. Right? Very because smart move. This is what we want, right? This is what we want in the world, right? This is the government yeah. we've set up, democracy. Everybody decides for themselves. You know, well, okay, great. Get a bunch of, you know, people from all different backgrounds, race, religion, sex, creed, politics, yeah. whatever it is. And everybody gets in and votes on some of these major decisions. By the way, this is how Facebook runs their shit. So when everybody was going through the 2020 election and everybody was outraged and mad at Twitter for what they were doing, Facebook caught none of that flack because Facebook instituted this separate body of decision makers that has nothing to do with Mark Zuckerberg or the money people or any of that shit in Facebook. Those people make the decisions and everybody else can do their job and it's like, well, if you have a problem, it's that council's issue. It's not our problem. Like, don't yell at us. They yeah. made the decision. They're independent people. Very smart. Kind of brilliant, you know. It is, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, in the news, I'm kind of missing like Trump's stupid tweets. Okay, so here's the thing. So now Elon tweets this. Because everybody wants to know if he turned, because everybody's like, oh, he's going to turn Trump's thing back on. And of course, the left wing liberal media is driving me fucking crazy. They're already starting in with, you know, oh, this person tweeted this Nazi thing or this person tweeted this hate thing. That shit is happening on Twitter all the time. 
if you frame it like, look at what's happening now that Elon took over, you are just part of the problem. This is what people don't understand is that that skew and that bias is so shitty. But the the liberal media knows that they could put that out and the people that are. And by the way, the conservative media does the same thing just with other stuff. But this is one of those things where they just go, they feed it to their audience. This is what you guys want to see. Look, Elon's turning it to shit already. It's becoming this crazy racist place. And it's like there's crazy racist people on there all the time. There's been no change or increase or anything. Exactly. So Both don't frame sides it that have way. These crazy people that are like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, uh, chill the fuck out. This has been happening. I, I can't stand both sides. So I think having an independent council will be a smart move. They can yeah. decide who want, who can come back or be on there. They can decide if, you know, if tweets are getting out of control, they can block them, take them down, do whatever. They can make those choices. And it's not up to Jack Dorsey, who I think is a great guy. And, you know, his other one or two people, that's just not, an, you know, I said this for a long time. You just can't have a small amount of people deciding what the masses get to read. That's a problem on any level, no matter what their views are. I'd be saying it if they were liberals. I'd be saying it if they were conservatives, if they were yeah. Catholic, if they were Jewish, if they were men, if they were women. You just can't have four or five people deciding what the entire world gets to yeah. see. It's especially never a good that, thing. Especially that Dorsey guy. There's something about him that creeps me out. Well, he's like one of these weird Zen Buddha guys, but I'll I'll tell yeah, you this. He just creeps me out. He already start he's already starting a new social media that's kind of interesting. It's based off of um, you know, uh commerce and supposedly it's going to have all these, you know, n- not have the limitations of some other platforms. I don't know. I don't think social media platforms, I don't think we're going to get another one. I, I think hope TikTok not. I think TikTok was the last one we're going to get. And I think the other, everything else, I don't think YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, you know, I don't think they're going to TikTok. I don't think they're going to allow somebody else to come to the party. I think whatever starts to get heat, whatever starts to heat up and get hot, one of those big entities will buy and swallow up and, and just include in their mix. Yeah. we like, it's enough. It's enough for now. Yeah. So Elon said. So Elon said that that they're going to have a council, and then Donald Trump countered with his truth because you know immediately everybody started saying, "Well, if Trump goes back to Twitter, where does that leave Truth Social?" Basically, in the toilet because nobody goes to Truth Social for anything other than what Donald Trump has to say. So this is what Donald Trump had to say today. Truth Social has become somewhat of a phenomenon. Last week, it had bigger numbers than all other platforms, including TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and the rest. Let me come back to that. It also looks and works better to my eye. I am very happy that Twitter is now in sane hands and will no longer be run by radical left lunatics and maniacs that truly hate our country. Twitter must now work hard to rid itself of all those bots and fake accounts that have hurt it so badly. It will be much smaller, but better. I love truth in all caps. And that was his thing. So let me break down a couple of things here. Truth Social had incredible numbers the last couple of weeks because it just went from Apple only to the Google store. So, okay, every, the difference. so everybody that had a Google phone now put it on their phone. 
which gave it insane numbers. So when TikTok is when TikTok, Facebook, Twitter is already on your Google phone and you're looking at weekly downloads and then a new app becomes available and then everybody downloads that, obviously it's going to beat the amount of downloads all the other social exactly. media networks have because most people already have those on their phone. So I love the passion. I'm not I don't I'm not hating on Donald here. It's a it's a PR way to say it, but that's the the actual truth. He's kind of framing it a little crazy. Um but that's what happened there. Um I don't think that Jack Dorsey although left leaning and so was the rest of his company. I don't think that they hate our country, so I disagree with that. Um and I think that the way he said this was interesting because my belief and cuddles i'll call on your opinion after i give mine i think that he's got a lot of money invested in truth social as well as a lot of other people and if he left it right now it would sink and die but i also think so i don't think he's joining i don't think even if he gets reinstated on twitter i don't think he goes back to twitter right away but i agree if he does run for election in 2024 he will have no choice but to go back onto Twitter. There's just no yes. way you I mean, that's how he, his social media presence helped him win the first time. He's going to need it again to win. He can't do it all from truth social. I'm sorry. He just absolutely cannot. So if he goes back to running, if he announces he's running, he, if he's allowed to, if they reinstate him on Twitter, he will 100% be back on Twitter. He can't help it. Oh, 100%. I agree with you. Yeah, he can't help it. And Truth Social, let's be honest, stinks. Again, you're just screaming into the void of your own people. Like outside I don't know. of. I have no idea. I've never been on it. Yeah, and most people haven't. And most people have seen screenshots of what he's saying on other outlets. Like that's just the fact of the matter. It's just not, it's just never going to be a thing. It's just, it was not built that way. Um, by the way, I have to say, I have to say this. Wait, I gotta get this because I was just talking about people on the. I'm sorry, Cuddles. You agree? Disagree? I agree with you 100. percent Um. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I think to for an election, he needs every single platform. But right now, he doesn't need Twitter. He's right. got truth and. Like you said, there's a lot of people that put money into it. They will lose money if he leaves it and goes to Twitter. Um, I, we've been talking about. <laughs> we've been talking Sorry, about, I pressed okay. the wrong button because I am like congested, so I don't want people to hear me unless I'm talking. And I press like the camera, and you could see me. Like I don't know if people saw me. You probably saw my forehead, but still. Um. I was talking about interacting with everybody on Twitter. I have to say this uh, because is Paul here? Yeah, Paul's here. Paul has been working on me on Twitter, Cuddles. Working on me. What do you mean? What is he doing? I said a couple of episodes ago, maybe or last episode, I was saying how I think it was last episode. It was so I'm it's sad that every time I go to the the ballot uh to vote because I just want to have a a candidate a normal that I, person that I yeah that I love or that's inspiring yep. or that I I feel great about. I get but that. Like I, I have not left a voting place feeling great in a really long time. And so I know Paul, that I I agree one hundred percent. 
Paul tweeted me a quote tweet from Mohammed Safa. I don't know who the hell that is, but this was a really nice sentiment. Um, a vote is not a Valentine. You aren't confessing your love for the candidate. It's a chess move for the world you want to live in. Oh, that's deep. It's pretty wise, isn't it? Oh, that, that, that's deep. <laughs> I read that and I was like, oh man, Paul's working on me. <laughs> Paul's, Paul's I know, but d- wait, we are in New York and November 8th, there is a very important election. Yeah. So it's it's very hard for us right now, but like that hits deep. And listen, I like that, Paul. listen, I agree. I really appreciate it. I don't think I, I didn't even answer it because I was trying to cover the good answer. And then I was like, I have to do this on, on the podcast. I agree. And I, and I vote that way. And I do, I do vote that way. Um, and I've skipped, I've skipped a couple of elections because I've been frustrated. I, I'm not going to lie to everybody. Yeah. No, but, but things are different now. But things I are am, different now because we have kids. True. But I am forever an optimist and I will still vote. Paul, the way this Muhammad lays it out, I will still vote to live in the world I want to live in, but I will also still hold out hope that one day we can go to those goddamn booths and there'll be a candidate on that friggin' thing that it'll be somebody that you would really be proud to vote for, you know, and really yeah. be proud enough to yes. be like, I am happy this person is running. I really hope yep. they win because I think most of us are just voting for people that are just not the other person. Oh, 100%. And, yep. uh, you know, not to sound like a romantic douchebag, but I am hopeful that, it, it, one, and I'm not saying for president, you know, maybe it'll be a governor, maybe it'll be a local state senator. I don't know. But I would just love at some point to be like, you know, that fucking guy, you know? Yeah, it's hard. It really, really is hard because you, you like, it's not like, I don't know. It's very hard lately because I'm like, I agree with this person on these things. And then I agree with the other person on these things. And I don't know. It's very hard. I feel like there's no one that really represents me as the person who I am. And that's like, that's disheartening very much. Paul suggested Dave Matthews. If Dave runs, I'll have that feeling. That'll Uh, be. That'll be. That'll be my feeling. Although I don't know if I would agree with Dave on every uh, every platform, but he is. I don't he, know, but you would just vote for him because you love that man. Yeah, I'd want to see the I'd want to see the the inaugural uh, concert for them, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, Boro that ended that ended forever with JFK. I mean, I think a lot of people Ooh. would would agree. Yeah, I would say yeah. JFK encapsulated. He he encapsulated is not the word I want to use. Um, he, he embodied. Swept, I was gonna say he swept America off their feet. There was people that yeah. were just very disenfranchised that suddenly got back involved again because of him. They were so hopeful for him. I know and, they kind of just looked past him being like a womanizer and cheater and just were let in love with him that's right. of Jackie. I, I because of you. Jackie, she did it for him. Right. That's why he became president. Because well, they were in, they were in love with her just the same, right? It was the whole package. Oh my God, she is like she was his oh biggest God. weapon, was she not? And during the election, one hundred percent. And the family and the her getting pregnant and then losing, she is just God rest her soul. Beauty. Yeah, and I think second, and a very distant second, 
I think was Obama. I think Obama represented a lot of hope for people, obviously. Yeah, in the... I don't know why people hate him so much. I liked him. No, he was very good. You know, I know. I know that's an unpopular statement to say, but I, I remain. Listen, he didn't do anything to this country that other presidents haven't done, including the Bushes. Okay. Well, he wore a cream suit. That was unforgivable. Remember that? Listen, I mean, you make mistakes fashion, but you know. We never read that. It is what it is. You, you know, you say you're sorry and move on. No, I think history is going to look back at his presidency as a, as a good one because, again, for I know healthcare was is still a struggle right now, but economically he he got us out of '09 and there was a ton of growth and um, nobody there was no wars. He got Bin Laden. He gets all the credit for that. You know, he uh, he did a lot. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, he's, I think they're going to look back on his presidency as a good one. So that's Elon Trump and Twitter. Here's the latest with those people. Uh, speaking of politics, Paul Pelosi got his fucking skull bashed in by some crazy who busted into their house in California looking for Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't like her, but that's horrible. Like, that's just horrible. Like, what happened to civilization? Like, what happened to people? Yeah, and I was going to make jokes because he was literally just, he got arrested for fucking driving drunk. So he's kind of a big piece of shit in my eyes. But nobody deserves this. I don't know why there's not more security for Congress, especially leadership, the senior positions, the people that are, you know, really in, in the eye of the public. Pelosi, Schumer. He's like uber rich. Pay for your own fucking security. He's six, worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Give me a break. Yeah, six million dollar house. Well, that's what all that insider trading will get you. You know exactly. Your wife working in the government will get you really good stock tips. Yeah, and that's how you make your money. Yeah, but McConnell, all these pieces of shit. You know, I, listen. I'd love to throw him a beating too. Oh, exactly. But- the fact of the matter is, is they should have some some form of security a little bit better. And even their families, you know, in their residences. I mean, just something, some form of awareness, especially now in our current climate. It's just people are just batshit crazy and they have too much access and Google Maps. It's too and much hatred. Everyone, like, hates each other. Yeah. I, got, I have to say this. If Frank were here, he would be blaming Trump. And I would say it's ridiculous, but I would also say he's 3% correct. Like, I just feel like there is a little bit. Like, you can't keep blaming everything on the man. He says, like, I don't even, I don't bring up his name. Like, people are just, like, we have no regard for human life anymore. No, I agree, but I just think the the vitriol of what he says, what Marjorie Taylor. Here's the thing: it's not just him anymore, but it's all his little disciples that are just copying everything he says, and they say some pretty harsh shit. And I think it does speak to some of these nut bars that are like, "I'm going to do something about this," you know. Uh, I really do. I, I really, really do. Well, they caught the person, so I'd like to know information on him before I make a judgment. Well, he's fucking, he's wielding a fucking hammer in the house. How much more information? I also heard that he was at a nudist wedding. That's, that was, I, I didn't really get to read that oh. article, but 
The guy who did it, the guy who was, uh, let me see if I could find it. He was like, he was part. Wait, I think... is this California? Yeah, yeah. They live yeah. In Cal- oh, I'm not surprised anymore. Yeah, she's from California. Um, I'll see. I don't know if I can find. I just feel like at some point I saw somebody say that like he was like, uh, what's not was MC- the guy like looking for ice cream or something? Ice cream? No. All right, forget it. I didn't get that reference. What is that a joke from? Don't you remember? She was like, there was a big thing, like back in twenty. It was at twenty twenty or twenty one twenty one. She was like talking about ice cream and like Pelosi was talking about like ice cream and stuff, and like the Republicans went crazy. Like, oh my god, she's no. like, you know she's talking about her twenty dollar ice cream. Oh no, I don't remember that. Yeah, People he. Crazy. Uh, he's a former nudist from British Columbia. Oh, he's a Canadian. Cheat, dear lord. Oh god. Thank God, because if he was American, that Paul Pelosi would have been dead. He fucking probably asked if he could hit him with a hammer before he did it. Is hey, can I hit you with this in the head over there? Hey, eh? just lightly. Um, struggle with drugs. Uh, crazy right wing conspiracy theories. History of anti Semitic rants. So we can blame Kanye on this a little bit then. Racial slurs. No, don't blame anyone. He sounds like a real gem. How did he get... Oh, the Republicans are going to be like, how did he get in this country? Did he come through Mexico? I think the Republicans are going to be like, see, it's not just guns. Hammers hurt people too. Um, here's the <laughs> thing. Here's I, I, I saw a speech from Marjorie Taylor. I'm really getting fed up with her. It's just the divisiveness. I just feel like you know, again, and I, I feel like I'm good at taking the pulse of the room, the country. I feel like if all these people start going back the other way and talk about what they can do and moving forward in progress, instead of just constant, constant, constant division, which seems to be what the MAGA people are really going for, I think they'll do a lot better. I don't think that this divisive thing, I think... I think even the hardcore MAGA followers, and I would love to hear from you if you're in the live chat, if you're a MAGA Republican, if you're, or if you, if you, if you find that offensive, you just support Trump or you like Trump. I would love to know what you think about the constant, unbearable, never ending divisiveness. Like at some point, you know, you got to start talking about what you think you can accomplish instead of like, what's so shitty about the other side. Um, but I but think both sides do that. Both sides bash each other, but they never do anything productive. Both sides do, but it's like oh. you watch a. Have you watched the Marjorie Taylor Green speech? Like, no, it is, I'm not gonna watch toxic bullshit. I have no time for that in my life. It's fucking relentless. Like it is just relentless oh dog God. shit. And I watch her, and I feel like even at these Trump rallies, she just loses the crowd a little bit. You know. Uh, Paige says uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was talking about Pelosi and yesterday and then tweeted, wait, and watch what happens tomorrow. Is that true? I, I have heard that, but I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know. Can like, you I the- can't be like, why, why beat up her husband? What would that do for? Well, he was going for anything. her. He was going for her, and he was screaming for her, and she wasn't at the house, so he just smacked the shit out of uh, 
her 80 year old husband that sounds fucking retarded oh, i like paul's idea uh, brian's idea here sorry make anthony great again see that's for cuddles that's, that's never gonna job. happen that's never gonna happen it's like you're just a work in process you know like work in progress yes please somebody put a put the link in the live chat um to to marjorie taylor green saying that stuff i would love to hear it <clears throat> um all right so that's that let's move on from that um the mcrib video I can't, I will never, be, I, I can't eat that. I'm sorry. I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. Link in the description, the McRib, somebody on YouTube. Hang on, I'll get the credit up here for a second. Great YouTube. If you have a really sensitive stomach, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, Steven Petula, link in the description of this episode. If you're watching or listening, you can watch the video. But he shows how the McRib is made. And it basically, be, it's like this little pink, <laughs> disgusting, frozen block. Oh, God. It's and horrible. They... It's, it's made to look like ribs. Right. Like, you know, like, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's wrong. Just in a mold. And they throw it on the grill and cook it up. And then they put it in one of those awful yellow see-through drawers with sauce. And then they just take it out and they put it on the bun and they fucking with a couple of onions and oh my god, it just oh looks. So isn't this like the gross. end of the McRib? Isn't it like a goodbye tour for it? But nobody believe. I was just reading a Restaurant Insider article today where they're like, I they don't even know why that McDonald's is obviously they're trying to spur sales, um, but it's so stupid because nobody believes for a second that they're not going to bring this back again. Well, Next when fall. you buy two freaking Happy Meals with their dog shit food for like $22, yeah, you got to like kick up sales because no one wants to spend $22 for dog shit. Uh, Robin, good thing the hammer stalker didn't break in with a bag full of McRibs. That's true. Paul Pelosi would have exactly. never survived that. It's, Robin, I like he would have been vomiting everywhere. It looks horrible i'm sorry those are like it's... little frozen bricks i don't know if you would have whacked if you whack somebody with a bag full of mcribs they'll never wake up from that coma never never yeah. only to vomit to pass back out yeah it's so gross and and if you make somebody eat it rather than hit them with it i think it's even worse that's just wrong yeah i'm sorry just some things just aren't supposed to be made speaking of which of did you see the Madonna titty video I sent you? Oh, I did. Do you think and that's I'll real? I'll never fucking forget that. Yes, because that bitch keeps getting more work done on her. I, me, at 40 years old, has more wrinkles than that 70-year-old flapping vagina. Okay? <laughs> if you guys her want face to... is so fucking smooth. It's smoother than our daughter's five-year-old ass. Okay? <laughs> she guys... has had so much work done. If you want to see what we're talking about on Madonna's Instagram, if you're watching a replay or listening to this later, oh, it, it's probably gone. But if you want to see it right now, it is on her Instagram stories. So you got to watch her stories. Um, and it's like the third story in. But Don't she's, do it if you've eaten. She's got, there's a cigar one. There's one where she's leaning over. And then there's one where she's just, here. You know, I'll flash it on the screen really quick. She's just like standing there in it. What do you call that thing where they cinch your stomach in? Uh, like a bustier. 
like yeah. a, a girdle kind of a thing. Is that what it's called? She's got her flapping old titties just hanging out. I think these are, I think she made That's these a lot of work. bigger because they're like, they're like stuck together in the middle. Hang on. Let me go back to the previous shot. Oh, maybe I not. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't know. I, like in ugh. my mind, I feel like she's just using like that app where you just like pinch it to make it bigger. Like you just circle yeah. something and you just pinch to make okay. it bigger. You sent it to me. I was looking at it. So now if you edit a picture, sometimes you can find like areas where you're like, it's distorted a little bit. So I was trying to find that. And I'm pretty good at that because there are a lot of bitches out there that edit their photos. It's mm. like, okay, be real. Um, and I really couldn't find it. And I believe she would look like that just because she's got a lot of money. And I mean, she seems extremely vain. Yes. So I wouldn't be surprised if she had a corset. That's what it is. It's a corset. Corset. Thank and, you. Yeah. And all that. And her, like, how old is she now? Like, if we're 40, she's got to be in her 60s. I think she's in her 60s. Yeah. Right? Sure. And she's just got them all hanging out. I, I just, at yeah. some point, you just have to start acting like your age and like a grandma because that's what you are. She's 64. She doesn't look 64. I, I will well, I will say really? though okay those are enormous titties huge those are huge hooties. but they're kind of hanging so they could be more natural you know because when you have kids and everything they start going down south um but she could have you know like stuff in them and implants and stuff oh, she definitely has implants in them for sure yeah they're huge but aren't they like they're too connected together? Like, let me flash. Yes. This. Let me flash this quick for you everybody. Have boobies done. They're they're too like look at the middle where they're joined. Yeah, like they're, they're just too joined together. That's you get that a lot when you have like your boobs done. Yeah, so I'm not saying she doesn't have her boobs done, but still, I mean, that's God. And I'm not jealous. But, like, at some point, it's like, hey, embrace yourself. Like, I will say she's this. She's starting to look like that woman. Do you know the one that, um, what's, what do they call like that, her? That cat lady. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. You get but, that, like. But oh. she looks better in this photo, in these photos today, than she did a few weeks ago or months ago when she had that close-up shot of herself on like TikTok, yeah, and it freaked everybody out. I don't know when that was. We talked about it on on the podcast. I don't know. I don't so watch your show if I'm not really on it. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if whatever just kind of started settling in. Like, cause don't when they squirt you up, doesn't that kind of like subside? it's called airbrush. Oh, you think she just airbrushed these photos? They, you could. I mean, the Kardashians do it. A lot of people do it. You can airbrush your photos. You know how crazy the Kardashians got? Somebody sent me a video of Kim. She's pulling her. She She's like laying sideways. It's a video. And she pulls up her underwear. Like she pulls her underwear away from her body and snaps it down. Yeah. And then she runs her finger from like her knee and her thigh, like down to her stomach. 
But when her finger goes over the underwear part, which is like so like creased in, her yeah. finger distorts a little bit. Oh God. And it's like I know she did that and she's been caught and she's I think you even talked about she's manipulated photos, but I've never seen an actual video being manipulated that way. But you God. can see it when she runs her finger down, her finger gets all distorted going over that specific part where she snaps her underwear on That's her hip. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Madonna be like, can we get a boob job for the table? Like, let's just get a boob. Just for the, for the table? For the, for table. the table? For the Everybody. Table. Everybody's a boob job. Very funny, Robin. Listen, if Madonna wants to pay for me to have nice boobies, I'm all for it. I know you're not, but I'm all for it. No, and I, but I will say, like, she, I think, the reason why I wanted to bring this up was, first of all, like, body-wise, she looks good. Like, I know she's wearing a corset, and it looks like she's sucking in a lot, but good for her. She's 64, for Christ's sake. You know, she's got them huge knockers. My point is... Do, is, do you really think that she looks like that naturally? Do you think she's fucking exercising? That bitch is lucky she hasn't broken a hip. No, I think she... You don't think she exercises? I think she exercises. I don't think to look like that... But I don't think she looks that out. Like, if you look at her stomach, like, she's got a little gut. It's just in a corset. Yeah. After menopause, that's what women do. They gain yeah, weight in their stomach areas and stuff. But yeah. that bitch has, like, listen. She's mm. just like, what's her name? Not that I don't love her. Dolly Parton. She admits that she gets a lot of work done. Yeah. But my point with it, Madonna is lay off the face stuff. Just oh, like, yeah. oh, I think yeah. you could go back to being a beautiful lady, an old lady, but a beautiful, you know, just lay off the fucking. Yeah, the let's face come shots. on now. You're 60 something years old. Embrace yeah. it. We're going to love you no matter what. You don't have to look like you're 25. We're going to love you. Um, I think she still, Paige says, I think she still dances. I think so too. I think she still works out quite a bit. I think she's just kind of got that in her, but. She doesn't live too far from us, by the way. She's in Watermill, I think. You could stay there. What? You could stay there. She fell off a horse not that long ago. I remember that. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis died. Here's what's weird about this. Um, Everybody said he died three days ago. And then everybody was like, Jerry Lee Lewis is not dead. And that was the big story. And then here we are two days later and he is dead. Oh, how old He's was he? Fucking 100 and whatever. I don't even know. 90 something. Holy but shit. No, Again, nobody seems to give a shit that this guy married his 14 year old cousin. Well, back like then that was normal. 22. Yeah. It really Jesus was. Jesus Christ. Was he really 22 when she was 14? He was 20 something because he, he was hitting at the time and two strikes, young and cousin. Like, and he, and nobody. I mean, everybody's been talking about it for the longest time, but that, but nobody seems to really give a shit. I'm pretty sure that's why he's not getting, I mean, there have already been movies made about him, you know, and he's been in a lot of movies now, meaning like when the Johnny Cash movie came out, he was, his character was in it, obviously, you know, he's in, he's background character. I don't think he's ever going to get like a biopic made now with the technology that they have yeah. now because of that fucking because of the fact that he fucking married his 14-year-old cousin. 
I don't know how old he was, 18, 20, 22. It's not great at any, you know, at any age, at any age. but I, I'm not sure. I'm just saying, I'm not sure what age it was, but it was definitely an inappropriate one. Um, so that's Jerry Lee Lewis. He's fucking dead. And, and what are you going to do? And, uh, that's it. Cuddles. That's the episode. That's it. That's it. I ran out of topics. You got anything? We went to the we went to the fire. We had what was it? Fire literacy. It night? was the Friday fireside literacy night. Now I thought when you first told me about this, whatever kid can't read, we just throw them into the fire. Well, that's not our child. Thank that's, God. That's not what happened. No, it was very nice. It was, I think it, it was great. Be honest now. I'm put a picture up. It got romantical for a little while there. It did because our kids ditched us to run around with their friends with flashlights. Yes, I almost got cuddles in the in the forest. I I was trying to. No. Had you, I given her not. these two beers before we got there, I think I could have gotten her to go into the forest. Oh with me. yeah, yeah, you might have. But there's our fire pit, and you can see in the background there's another one, and then even farther behind that is another fire pit. They invited all the kids in the school to bring fire pits, portable fire pits, to the school, and everybody had a fire. And then we left the fire pit, and the fire department was there. They were going to handle it. We got to go pick it up. But I thought it was a, a lovely little evening, a nice little— We did. We had a really good evening. It was so nice. This is like, you know, this is what it's about, making memories with our children. Cuddles and I were joking that we never had this shit when we were growing up in Queens. No, nothing, nothing. You know, you had the occasional car fire on the side of the Belt Parkway. That was basically as close to this as we got back then. Yeah, like our district just, like, so many things. It's great. they, They do. Sorry about that. They do a lot of great things. But, like, we have, so where Cuddles and I grew up, there was a huge area. Huge and it was all just weeds. It was a, there was it was protected because of a bird or some shit, wasn't it? Yes, you could not touch it or build on it because it was a natural preserve. Yeah. So then every now and then somebody would just go in there and light part of it on fire. And then oh, it would there would be and it was because it was dry weeds, it would just light up and just you can see the fire from miles. It was like a California wildfire in yeah. Queens. So we had that. But we never had like, hey, let's get a controlled fire and all read around it, you know, to promote reading, you know. Yeah, but we went to Catholic school. It was totally different. It's true. We were dodging getting molested by the fucking priests and nuns. Exactly. It was also that element of it. Exactly. I said to my son, I'm like, you run around with your friends trying not to get tagged. We were trying not to get a dick in the cheek. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, it was rough God. times back then. Yeah, somebody, somebody else I was talking to, we were laughing, another dad, we were laughing about how, like, we barely knew our dads. Like, I knew, you and I, Cuddles, we knew our dad, but our dads were, like, working, and, like, our dads really didn't know their dads. Like, yeah. Generationally, we've changed so much where, like, I spend... A lot more time. Like my dad was a good dad. I spend more time with our kids than my dad spent with me because he was fucking working. Yeah, but I think it's a different world where it's important now that you're really a part of their life. I think if it was just me, it would not 
it, you know, I just think it's so important. Is it though? Because the point that this guy was making was, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. <laughs> like we're not Why? meant to, like women are such nurturers and they have motherly instincts and they're just, you're built for this. You're so much better. Like the worst mother is way better than the best father. I And I agree with that. I really agree with I that. Don't like, know. No matter how good of a dad you have, it just pales into co a comparison to a mom. I know yeah, that's an unfair I, thing to I say. Understand. And you say that like our children's like life is me. But just a little while ago, Michael woke up afraid and he was calling. He was screaming for you. Well, that's because I had been in there previously, told him I was going to protect him from anything. And also, you know, because that's when daddy, dad gets called. When shit's about to go down, dad gets called. But everything, 98% of the time when everything is fine, you know, it's mom. It's, it's mom everything. I know. But you know what? This kind of segues into something that I read. And there's so much negative shit in this world that comes out. And this just shows you. I read about the story about the coal miner. Wait, be honest with me. You don't think our kids would be better off if I was around less? Because I do. <laughs> No, I think they would. Oh benefit. my God, your daughter! The sun <laughs> rises and sets with you. Please, I think please. they would benefit for, with less time from me. They're with me twenty four seven as is. So I mean, I was joking with Cuddles the other night how our daughter wanted to do like a little song and dance, and she right Cuddles she did not oh. stop looking at me for approval. She was. Because you're her father. She knows she has my approval. I've I've taken care of her for the last five years. Yeah. She's just looking for you. That's all she wants. She knows she doesn't need to do anything to get my love. It's just there. And, and I saw it too when she was looking so much at me and not at you. I said to myself, I said, do not break eye contact. This is one of those moments where you can keep her off the pole. I'm like, um, this is just focusing on her. Don't, I didn't even blink. God. I, I was just like, I. this is one of those moments that's going to be a core memory for her. And I'm going to keep her off the pole. Don't look at the TV. Don't so pick horrible. up your phone. I just focused in on her. She I loves just, you. It felt like a for video game. For some reason, like, she loves you. It felt like a video game where the more we kept eye contact, my score for keeping her off the pole kept going higher. He's <laughs> so stupid. He's <laughs> so stupid. Tell me about the thing you were reading. Go ahead. Okay. So there was this huge, like, it's all over. It's about the Kentucky coal miner who went to the University of Kentucky basketball game with his son and there he sat full of soot from the coal mine he worked a hard day he was like literally filthy his beard was supposed to be red because he had red hair and it literally was dark brown and it just showed you how important and he ran from work he was running late got in that car Met, you know, went with his son to this, you know, this basketball game because it was his first 
you know, his son's first, you know, University of Kentucky. It's important to be there. That's why you're important to them. These are things that, you know, are they're going to remember. Just like this coal miner, you know, in Kentucky, getting to that game with his son dirty, it did not matter. Just being there. Mm. And that's amazing. And, and that's what you do. I don't know why you put yourself down. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just being honest uh, that I feel like. Exactly, Paige. Exactly. She's learning what a man should do and should act. Because we don't want no scrubs trying to court our daughter years from now. Like 30 years from now when she's 35. TLC taught me that (laughs) back in the mid-2000s and I never Exactly. No scrubs. (laughs) No broke asses. Nope. Um... Not for our daughter. Cuddles is saying, don't Tom Brady those kids. Aunt. Yeah, but no, listen, I believe all this exactly. to be true. And I think a dad can play significant roles in that time, in that timeline. But in every, even in a, even in a gay marriage, there's still somebody who's going to be more motherly. And yeah. I think the father figure is just, how do I put this? You're the steak and I'm the mashed potatoes. Do you know what I mean? Like both are important to the meal. But we all know who's really the most important, you know? Yeah, you might you might be like the zucchini and the, the vegetables. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't give yourself the mashed potatoes. That's that's <laughs> like <laughs> I wouldn't give yourself that. It's hurtful, but, but no, noted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree no, on that. It's true though. But and but I but you know it's funny because I feel like we came off the last couple of generations of like my dad was never around or my dad's a piece of shit or, you know, dad's always working or dad abandoned us, whatever it was, you know, and that at, like we've come, we, we've been coming off of that to now like dad's spending more time at home. Dad's working from home, you know, dad's staying at home. My mom goes out and yeah, works. You know, because you, we figured it wasn't helping. It wasn't doing anything. Yeah, but I just never thought of. I'm saying we've gotten all. This has been basically the talk, right, of the last few 10, 20, 30 years, and yeah. I, it's never dawned on me until this guy said it to me, of like, what if it's not a good thing? Like, what if we're making it no. worse? And I was kind of like, I think it's a good thing. That's I think so interesting. We need like, to be but maybe, a part but we'll, of this, like. I'll tell you what, we're gonna find out over the next forty to fifty years. But I think it's an interesting premise to be like. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe we are, maybe we're making it worse. Yeah, but there are things that you're gonna have to teach him, and that you do teach him that I can't. And well, there are things that I need to do before I can hand him off to another woman because I can't do that to another woman. Oh, Not the way that our son is right now. God we got help a lot him. of work to do on that. Kid. I got a lot of a fucking lot of work. work. Oh Jesus Christ! But here's the other thing this guy said to me. He goes, "The best dads." are actually the divorced dads because they will take the kid for the whole weekend or for a Saturday. And the divorced dad, because he spends so little time with his children, like, you know, like, you know how we are like, okay, we'll go to a movie or we'll go to the fair or whatever. But like a divorced dad will be like, 
let's go to the carnival. Let's go to the the ride. Yeah, he wants to do all the fun shit because he doesn't see his kid for two fucking weeks. Yeah, so they're they're it's this all like, fun and games. But this idea, like you know, it'll be like twice a week or you know two two times during the week. Or, you know, but this idea of like the divorced dads are better dads also kind of struck me as an interesting thing. Whereas that maybe they are spending more time with the kids and they're doing higher quality activities. Where like us, like if my son's like, Dad, what do you want to do today? I'm like, uh, you want to go to the park? Like, I mean, I'm not dropping four hundred dollars today, you know, after we probably dropped three hundred the day before. But whereas a divorced dad will be like, he'll follow up like the water park on a Saturday with like the rides and shit on like a Sunday. You know? Well, yeah, he feels like he has to, like, make up for shit. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to make up for anything because you're always going to fucking be there. You're always going to be there at bedtime to say goodnight to them. Mm-hmm. That divorced dad is not going to be there. And there's going to be, we're together for every single holiday. That divorced dad isn't. This makes me think of that movie. Is it the Santa Claus 1 or 2? 1. 1. Yeah, that is the most sad scene like ever you remember when, they, when it's all the dads thanksgiving yeah that was Denny's, horrible they yeah. all go to the Denny's. oh god yeah yep. yeah you better fucking be nice to me <laughs> you better be nice to me because I, t- I get those fucking kids in this divorce everybody hear that tone yeah if we were if we were playing tom and giselle which one of our houses would you like to split how would you like to split our houses cuddles Who's get, who's splitting shit? Get the fuck out. Get out. You could go live in like uh what are they called? Not even a one bedroom. You get apartment. one of those No, it was been an apartment, but it's not a one bedroom. It's the one where the kitchen, bathroom and like the living room oh. and bathroom were all one big fucking room. It's not even one big fu- yeah, a studio. You'd be fucking sleeping in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> literally you'd be like on a you'd be like on a fucking cruise you know where you can turn you can flush the toilet and turn the shower on at the same time yep yeah, that's what that. you would be doing so totally. you better be nice to me kids expectations though are crazy like we so we did this bonfire thing tonight and they had like a food truck there so my wife goes and gets a nice spread of mac and cheese chicken fingers and fries hamburgers like spread it on building the fire She's getting all the food, spreading it all out. She gives my daughter a chicken finger, forces a chicken finger on her. She eats the chicken finger. She refuses to eat any more chicken fingers. Won't have any French fries, nothing else. She 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 bamboozled me into a fruit roll up later in the you're evening. You're a sucker. You're yeah. a suck. She looks at you and you're like, what can I do for you, honey? Yeah. Whatever you need, princess. Then we pack up. Bitch. Get everything into the car. We're clicking seatbelts. As soon as she clicks her seatbelts in, she goes, what's for dinner when we get home? It's like, no, <laughs> no. No we respect. None. $80 at the fucking food truck to try to try and get the, to have mac and cheese. No, okay, have a chicken. No, okay, have a friend. All this stuff that she fucking clicks Mozzarella in. Mozzarella stick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As there's three fucking chicken tenders left, and she's like, what's for dinner? <laughs> Girl, you going to bed hungry. Go away. <laughs> okay? I've had enough. I wonder if anybody else's kids are, are like that or if that's just our children. If they're shitheads? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're the only ones. 
I bet there's going to be a lot of people that are like, yeah, my kids are like assholes. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I don't know. We have to have a, we should do a strict, a strictly parenting episode where it's not so much a podcast as much as it is. We all just get together, everybody in the live chat and everything. And we just have a little group therapy session where yeah. we check in on each other, which is a parenting group therapy session. Frank's not allowed to come. Frank's yeah, he's not- got no kids. And Frank- the dog doesn't count. Sorry, Frank. Frank made me, I mean, he's such a dick. You all think he's so nice. There was a moment in our group friend chat earlier where my wife was complaining about the kids doing homework. And every- I asked, first of all, sorry to interrupt you. I asked if there was anyone else who has to sit on their hands when they're doing homework with their kids just so they wouldn't go to jail for beating their children. And That's so, what I ask. Go ahead. of course, everybody like kind of chimes in and f- there's a little bit of time. And Frank just simply writes, sounds terrible, period. And yeah. he put yeah. the period in there, which yeah. just goes to sh- who puts a period at the end of their text messages, but a, a douchebag trying yeah. to put the yeah. fucking. <laughs> I read that and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I laughed. But Uncle, I, I was Frank, like, Uncle Frank better douche. be nice or in our will, we're going to make him. Like, if anything happens to me and you, he's going to yeah. take our kids. Like, don't fuck with laugh. me or else I'm going to give you my kids and you're going to see what's going to happen then. That's going to be our last you. laugh. I agree. Yep. That's 100%. 100%. He's he's acting Let's like see. he's gotten through this life scot-free. Well, yeah, yeah. wait until we have Not a tragic yet. car accident. Nope. And now he's stuck with these two son of a bitches yep. for the rest of his life. Yep. See how he likes it. Yep. Cecilia doesn't like crust. And Michael only likes Philadelphia cream cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I'll I'll write out a whole list of what my kids don't do and don't like. So in our will, we're going to write. And of course we, we only will trust our children to be raised by Frank and Aaron dot, dot, dot sounds terrible dot. And see how he fucking likes it. We're going to be laughing from wherever the hell we are. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's that's our only form of revenge. This yeah. just goes to show you how twisted parenting is, is that we're fantasizing about our own double homicide car wreck. Well, I'm not. No, see, that's yes, but I'm not really fantasizing about my death. Someone oh. else's death. I am. Me? That feels like me. I didn't that. say that. I didn't say you. You're, you you didn't. just have a guilty. No, I didn't. I didn't but say if, you. But if you like think was... that way, it's OK. OK, so then you think it's 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 you. Just feels like it was pointed in this direction. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not going to say yes or no. But if you feel that way, then I'm. You know. Then it. You know. Whatever. All right, cuddles. Uh, Halloween is upon us for the next episode. If you got a great <sighs> scary story, send it yes. over to us right now. MDCH Media at gmail.com. Write us an email with your scary story. MDCH Media. Yeah, I would Media. love to know if anyone is dressing up. We are going to dress up, by the way. Forgot to tell you, we got to go to the costume store tomorrow because I got to get an outfit. Oh, God, no. To wear for the Halloween Do you show. know what kind of people go like the day or like the day before? Douchebags like me. I'll be there to be able to nod to all the other douchebags that are there getting their last minute costumes. Until you um, become a hockey player. You put one of your jerseys on and I'm a hockey player. I can Every do that again. Year. I can go Every back to that year. one. 
All right, that's it. So MDCHmedia at gmail.com. Send us your story. If you want to share yes. that ghost story on the air with us Monday on the episode, we're going to be inviting everybody to come on and share their ghost stories. But you have to send the email first so we can previously approve of said story. Thank you, Cuddles, for everything. You're brilliant Thank as always. Thank you for having me. See you guys on the next one. Show me Bye. potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. <laughs>